Hey, watch this episode on YouTube. If you need to record a podcast remotely, Riverside.fm is the place to do it. Alex and I have been making two dudes watch cartoons remotely across states, pretty much across the continental U.S. for three years (laughs) now. We've tried several, several things, and this is what works best, honestly. Zoom turned out terrible. We used a couple other ones that we paid for that turned out terrible. You're looking at the interface right now. I think I'm doing the screen record correctly. Riverside has made doing this podcast as easy as possible. Riverside FM. Head to the link in our bio to get started. That's Riverside.fm. Today. 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 watch cartoons two dudes watch cartoons two dudes watch cartoons two dudes watch cartoons welcome back to two dudes watch cartoons the podcast where two dudes that is us watch cartoons my name is evan and my name is Alex, and today we got a real fun one, real exciting one for you, but Curveball, before we get into that, we have some serious business to discuss. My tone is not conveying the seriousness of this right now. So <laughs> Evan and I wanted to, at the top of the podcast, bring mention, bring light, have a little bit of a conversation about the current writers and actors strike that is going on with SAG and mm. uh, the Actors Guild. Um, as a podcast that covers properties, um, that is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to dance around it. You know, we're podcasts. We are lovers of art. We are trying not to endorse any struck work. We support the strike in every way, shape or form that we possibly can and want to. And we want to bring attention to why it is important to someone that is, you know, just an audience member. I, I think that's important for people that have heard about it and haven't taken much of an interest or a thing. I think mm-hmm. there's a few reasons as an audience member you should uh, you should care. One, any of these projects that we've talked about would not have been able to be possible without these writers. And it started mm-hmm. the strike, just a little history lesson, it started with the writers. And what's mind-boggling to me about the strike is, like, how are you not... You, you're not going to have anything without writers. You can't, like, sorry, I, yeah. I've i rambled here. Go on, Evan, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, WGA is, I, I want to say, 70-plus days into their strike. SAG-AFTRA announced their strike, I want to say, July 14th, which is about a week ago now. And It sounds right. And some of the reasons they are, are striking are, one, for be- better health care, better protections against AI, better working conditions, it's the first time since 1960, so 63 mm. years, that both the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild are striking together. Um, some of the asks aren't – the asks are very reasonable. They're Correct. They're, they're reasonable. Income is being eroded by the streaming model uh, mm. of, of business. To qualify for healthcare for SAG-AFTRA, you need to make $26,000 a year. 87% of their union – does not make that in a year. See, that's wild because when 90, you think of an essentially ninety percent. When you think of an actor, you think of usually someone who is pretty well off. But with the times that we are in, it I I guess what I would like to say is while this is disrupting 
some things, pushing back movies. I, I don't ever want people to blame the strike. You know, if it changes anything with your podcast, with your viewing schedule, it's supposed to be disruptive. It's a strike, and it's mm-hmm. not the writers and the actors' faults. It is the major companies that won't pay their employees properly. And so I think that is always a good frame of reference is we're never going to blame the writers. We're never going to blame any actors when we are discussing this strike. It's pretty ridiculous that major, major, major corporations in America can't be paying their workers, you know, properly. It's it's disgusting, honestly. Bob Iger, I think, recently caught a lot of flack, well-deserved for saying it's a little inconvenient what the writers and actors are doing, uh, you know, given it's COVID. It's inconvenient for, for everyone. Yeah, it's inconvenient for the actors and the writers who can't make a living wage doing what they do. Um, one of the other things that, that is is on the table for ne- well not being negotiated because AMPTP uh, is not coming to the negotiation table is the use of AI. And I know oh. it's sort of this big buzzword right now. Um but it's so e- it could be so easy to not sound like a cartoonish villain. But like the here's what SAG-AFTRA was was you know asking for in their negotiations. Uh, they're saying here's a comprehensive set of provisions to grant informed consent and fair compensation when a digital replica uh, is made of our performance or or our performance is changed using AI. And PTP comes back with. We want to be able to scan a background performer's image, pay them for a half day's labor, and then use an individual's likeness for any purpose forever without their consent. How this on is the Earth? plot to 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 Space Jam too? Two. <laughs> so yeah, like, no, it's literally. <laughs> I, don't under- I don't understand in what world they would think that paying someone one day's of work and then using their likeness for in perpetuity. Yeah. It, it seems fair in any sense of the term. So we don't want to spend all our time doing this, but you know, it is a heavy conversation Evan and I have, have had, and we wanted to show our support, and we thought uh, uh, discussion, education is a great place to start. And so, Evan, do you have a website people could go to if, if they wanted to learn more? Yeah, uh, if you want to learn more about the the strike itself, there's FAQs and all that. Uh, SAGAFRAStrike.org will link all of this. Um, and then there are links to, I don't know the URL off the top of my head, but there are links to donate to the entertainment community fund for, mm. uh, writers and actors who are on strike you right can now. Be like you the can rock. Donate. Try to beat the rocks donation. Try to beat the rocks donation. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest, uh, Ever. single, yeah. yeah. Individual donation uh, of all time. Um, so yeah, even wh- while this strike is going on, we're not going to be covering anything new that's released, really, anything that's released during this strike. That being said, we you know, good transition We are to what we are covering today. We're covering mm-hmm. Pixar's latest movie, Elemental, and uh, she's waited so patiently and so long, so I'm going to mm-hmm. take this moment to introduce my wonderful and beautiful girlfriend, Nikki Rodriguez, is here today to join us. Uh, say hi to everyone, Nikki. Hi, everybody. Thank you, um, Evan and Alex. Thank you again for having me on this podcast today. I'm very excited. This is my third time on the oh, podcast. I think you get a jacket. Say. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm two more away from the You're five-timers club. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Tommy. Tommy's going to be scared when he hears Oops. this. I already know it. <laughs> but I do want to take a moment and just thank you guys for acknowledging the WGA strike that's happening right now because I know we have a lot of friends and colleagues or just acquaintances out there who work in the film industry and who mm-hmm. are obviously affected by 
the strike that's going on. And like while it it can be kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Annoying that a lot of things are being pushed back. It, it should annoy you because it's disrupting everything in this industry. Mm-hmm, and exactly. it's a, it's for it's for better pay, better like, you know. Uh, yeah. treatments in the industry and everything like that. Like just reading all the articles that are coming out about the pay residuals, especially in the age of streaming, because streaming is the mm-hmm. future. Like this, is, it's coming. It's, it's safe. It's not yeah. going away. It's primetime television, primetime TV. Is it, That's just not, I don't, we don't even have cable, Alex. Like, do we watch anything on TV? If we do, we go to our parents' house to watch yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't do anything like that here. So thank you guys for acknowledging all that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, no, but we're uh, glad we're here today. Uh, we're kind of our resident Pixar expert. You were you were here yes. for uh, uh, Lightyear, our last Pixar yes. project. Yeah, yeah and, I guess I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm your resident Pixar guru. Before we get into it, I want to talk about uh, expectations or like you know uh, trailers. What did you guys think of this movie before going into it? Uh, when I first saw the trailer. I didn't really know what to think. I just, I kind of got the same vibe as what I got when Inside Out first came out because that was a very new avenue that Pixar was going Mm -hmm. towards and like going into different kinds of characters versus focusing on just humans or animals Mm. or monsters. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So they're focusing on just different aspects of how life can be portrayed. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't really know what I was expecting, but I do... I was intrigued. I was like, I want to see what this is all about. Yeah, Evan. Um, my my impression of it of the trailers was essentially like, oh, this looks like it could be similar to Inside Out if I'd ever watched it, which I haven't yet. Uh, I was going to say maybe... you haven't seen it. Yeah, really? So, oh, I loved Inside um, Out. But overall, I was like, oh, maybe I'll I'll check that out. I I don't know. Um, all right. And then there, uh, what was your impression? You guys. Missed over the the marketing for this movie didn't market this movie properly. I feel like they really teased it like a Romeo and Juliet forbidden lovers thing, which is definitely a big part of the movie. But it's that's not like what the movie is about by any means. It is mm-hmm. about you know her family experience and kind of the immigrant experience of coming to a new land and and generational uh, uh, sort of expectations. So. I thought this was just going to be like a flat rom-com Pixar style. You know what I mean? And I feel maybe that was why I was so pleasantly surprised when I got in. And that's not all that it was. Mm -hmm. When it had come out, some of the initial and and granted, you know, Twitter's Twitter's going to Twitter. I think Uh, it's called X now. Not to be that guy. X is going to X. We should get our titles straight. Yeah. Twitter is still going to be Twitter in my eyes, just like how the Sears Tower is still the Sears Tower. How the are you going <laughs> to take one of the most well-known brands on the planet and call it X? He just wants to name everything X. His son. He just wants to see his Sorry, kid. I sidetrack. No. I sidetrack. <laughs> I sidetrack. Please. I don't understand what happens in the mind the reviews. Of are you talking about the reviews when it first came out, though? Yes. And like the, the general Twitter vibe around it was like people yeah. were, were scoffing at and, and this is one of my qualms with the movie is like it does tell this immigrant tale, but like some of the the metaphors don't necessarily land or like it, they don't always work where, you know, the, the vibe on Twitter was like, oh, this is a movie that's saying don't 
makes races or which is not the message of the movie but that's like the general that's like that's not what, what it people was... are laughing about at this movie about okay, was but 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 some of the broad strokes of the movie that is a very real thing that happens yes and i think that it touches on it and at the end of the movie it's not like they're like no 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 stay segregated like at the end yes. of the movie they solve you know the racism like they solve yeah. it I think that's where it gets tricky because, you know, that's what I went in uh, knowing the movie is about. And well, so when I'm re reading it through this this lens, it's like, okay, does that metaphor extend to all these avenues? Like they they carry the element metaphor, but then like the, layering the racism on top, like are all these characters just yelling racial epithets at each other when yeah, like his yeah. boss is like, you <laughs> freaking fireball. I was like, this, some of this is, you know. Some of the and messaging. I didn't even mixed. think about it as like slurs, but yeah, yeah. I guess it could have been. Um, okay, but so with the, I lost my train of thought. That's so funny. I'm sorry. That's insane. <laughs> so I guess you're sitting in the, a child's movie, being like, "Did he just call him what I think he called him?" Um, yeah, I guess like the same vibe that I got from this movie was kind of the same vibe, and like if we're talking about differences in race, or in this case, differences in the elements, mm -hmm. literally. Um, I kind of got that same vibe when I first saw U uh, Zootopia, um, like where they were kind of distinguishing the preys and the predators um, in that animal kingdom universe and everything. So that was kind of like the same aspect that I was getting for this she, movie. In Zootopia, she yeah. fights not only racism, but kind of like old school uh, misogyny also. But like, it's a metaphor. What are you yes. mad that like, no, it I'm wasn't not, I'm perfect? Not you're uh, seething. I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm just saying it. It it falls apart. You know, a little. It doesn't extend all the way through. Okay. Uh, uh, before we go any further into it, though, um, let's run the numbers a little bit. Uh, elemental. Well, first, first off, the plot, the general premise: in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, a fiery young woman and a go with the flow guy will discover something elemental how much they have in common. So that's the general, ah, it's like a rom-com. Uh, it is, it is. It is a cute movie. I did text Alex yesterday after I watched the movie. He asked me what my general impression of of it was, and I said, it was cute. Global box office, uh, over 300 million uh, at this point, about a month into its theatrical run. It's the highest grossing Pixar film now, highest grossing Disney movies uh, since Frozen 2. Uh, which came out in 2019. Oh, really? Since Frozen 2? Since Frozen 2, so, yeah. That's, I mean, since also... Since the pandemic, essentially. Yeah, the, yeah, I was just about to say, like, since the pandemic, or people are going back Animated. to the theaters now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very happy to see that because in, those, in the past couple of years, we've only gotten a couple other Pixar films that were released only on streaming and didn't have a theatrical release for obvious reasons. So I'm very mm -hmm. glad to see that at least theaters, the people are going back. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the interesting story about this one is by all intents and purposes, opening weekend it was, a was a major flop. And that was, was, all was, was Pixar's like worst opening weekend they've ever had. And now, wow. and I think part of it's word of mouth. And 
I think this is what people also forget, is movies used to do this. It was not always this race to have the biggest opening weekend. You Mm -hmm. could gain momentum if enough people went and saw a movie and they were like, oh yeah, it was good, you should go see it. And then uh, more, like, it could have a second weekend that was bigger than its first, you know what I mean? And uh, it it, like seemed like so many people online were mind blown that this could happen, but it's kind of like what Nikki was saying, movies are back. We just had Barbenheimer and, you know, with this and just all the I really think this like summer to me has marked the return of of the movies of cinema. I agree. And I, I have been going to a lot of I've movies been going lately. To a ton. Um, oh, same. And, like, I think we went to the theater like four times in the past yeah. month well, or something like that. A ton. Yeah. And we're not even done. You know what I mean? We have yeah, no, I have, gonna, a, we we have a list. See. We have mm-hmm. a list of we, what we need mm-hmm. to go see, not just for it's the rest exciting, of the summer, but, but for the rest yeah. of the year, too. So this one, though, I think this is a classic case of don't judge a book by its cover, because I saw the trailer and I went in thinking I was going to hate this and I ended up loving it. I kind of like I want I don't want to say I dragged you to go see it, but she I was dragged like, me. Please, she dragged like, me. Yeah. 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 I dragged you because one, it's a Pixar film. I know it's going to be at least pretty good in some way. They have a good track record with some with uh, yeah. their movies. We have to agree with that. In terms I knew of it wasn't going to put me to sleep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I was like, this looks cute. It looks like a cute little rom com. I don't know what to expect. This is a very a unique idea. So, I was like, I want to see what it's all about. And also, an excuse to get movie theater popcorn. Mm-hmm. We love the movie theater popcorn. So, yeah. yeah, there is a little bit of Zootopia in here. But so, as you mentioned, just kind of the general plot, it's all four elemental people. So, it's cloud people. Um, you know the Earth people are are kind of naturey. Were they, were they European? I didn't quite hear <laughs> what. I yeah, because like the fire in the folks, beginning they of the came scene, from fire. Their fire world. The fire people so. are Korean. Let's just get that out there. It's, the <laughs> it's a metaphor. Okay. It's, it's a metaphor a one, for no immigrants. One. I it it's pretty wonderful. Uh, director is Korean too. Oh, okay. um, what, what's the water then? The water of the white people. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waters white people. <laughs> it speaks to some of the cultural specificity, and you know, maybe I'm, I'm. Uh, it, it is resonant. It is yeah. the themes are resonant. The themes are there. So uh, uh, that's pretty cool. I'll give yeah. it to him. Then we can we can say it's a one for one. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty wonderful. And so I guess I didn't even consider. So you you think the Earth people are Russian, or what did you, or the I, Air people? I didn't. Well, no, it's because in the beginning they they show they were on the ship. They are literally fresh off the boat. Uh, uh, so just like the show. <laughs> yeah, Ember's parents arrive, and then there's also a ship of like tree Earth soil yeah. people, whatever they are. And there was like a line of dialogue, and I didn't didn't quite hear it or didn't quite catch if there was mm, an and you think it was something. I think it was, but I don't know. All I don't right. Know well, I didn't consider it to be a one to one. I thought they were kind of going for their own thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it starts with uh, we see the history of uh, element, element city, elemental city. What? Uh, what? Element or city the, element I, city. I wouldn't say the history oh. of elemental city, but like starting from when fire first came to the city. And no, no, yeah. no. Like, we saw a short history. Water arrived first. Oh, okay. Then yeah, the right. air people. Yep. And then the Earth people, and now Fire people have started coming. Yeah, yeah. We've jumped the gun, folks. Well, okay. We've Sorry. jumped Go ahead. the gun. We got to start with the short. 
Oh yeah, the Wait, Up sequel. I haven't had. Oh yes, a Pixar oh my god. In yeah, we, years. We, we, I, it caught I us so that by surprise. Yes, it caught us so by surprise. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I saw off, though, Carl and uh, Doug, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And then mm-hmm. I, was like, I remember oh god, hearing the premise that it, it was called Carl's first date or whatever. Carl's whatever, and I was so mad. I was like, "How are I was you going?" Watching it, yeah. Oh, you were upset watching it? Okay, I thought it was kind of cute while I was watching it. It was very you, cute. But I was like, it ruined such a great... Him and Ellie, like the greatest love story ever, and he's yeah. just going out on another date. But oh, him and Doug were so cute together. And when he was so nervous for his date, I, I was into it. You know, Evan, I'm going to agree with you on this one because I... You know, sometimes like I think it's okay where if you're old and you lose the love of your life, we we don't have to force them to necessarily put them you know date again like like I I don't I don't like that idea of them showing that like you must not die alone you know you must have someone yeah. until you go so like and you know Carl lived a very like fulfilling life with Ellie's and he was yeah. very happy with that and like I what I felt at the end of Up was like he was content with having that marriage and it was the best time of his life and now he's on to a different chapter and it doesn't necessarily have to be a love story so i was you know i I agree with you on that point nikki like you said up ends in such a great place i don't think it's that valuable of an addition to carl uh and doug also i think shorts are usually a space where they can do like like a new fresh idea like we got yeah we got Bao was probably Bao. the last one I saw, and then that director Bao. went on to do Turning Red. So, like, mm, so it's I think, a good like, stepping it's stone. A, it's a good creative yeah. experimental space, and just doing this little feels like, like they went backwards almost. I get what you mean. Yeah, I um, I'm glad they didn't try to make us like love new mom. Like, if if they had tried to introduce and us they to didn't his show date. Her. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah, show us. If they had tried, if they had tried to like make us like her, I'd be like, get her off my screen. But the <laughs> fact that we never saw her, I, I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and I just wanted to touch on it. There is that short. Uh, no, also, it was like, good. I'm glad you brought it up. We, I totally would have forgot. There's more talking dogs out there. They all got adopted, and they're friends with Doug, and they'll come over and play sometimes. And that was yeah, cute that's too. cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so where were we? We we were at. Element City. The the founding. The history of it. Yeah, the founding of it. A place where Koreans... But it makes sense that people. the water people were first. Just to get out of it. You can't keep saying that. Because they just came because, out no, of well, the water. The, well, no. I, what are you I, trying to say? <laughs> no, because the city was so designed with water as like yeah. its transportation, as like yeah. its... Like it was very designed for people made of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See that you're gonna like ruin everything I say if you have like and if the they're metaphors... coded with these races. Yeah, Evan's like I got my eye on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, the the again the director is Korean. There are a lot of things which I this is what I appreciate about the movie that they they uh, nail about like the cultural specificity. And granted, I'm not Korean, but there are things having Korean friends growing up uh, that I recognize from the culture. The, spicy foods the the k dramas like the K- korean han is is a thing which is like the like the temper or like that that fire um that you'll hear a lot of korean actors talk about interesting uh i lost my 
uh, train of thought. But, well, I think to your, to your point, these are why fire was probably picked for um, um, this sort of cultural depiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Ember voiced by, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I didn't wait, recognize that, it. What is her name? I didn't Ember? recognize it. Hold on. Her name is Leah, Leah Lewis. Lewis. What's, Have what's you? I've from? never seen her in anything. I'll be honest. There was only one name in the voice cast I recognize in this. Who was? Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah, was she, she played the his. Was she the the racist? No, she was boss? The, she. No, she was not the she racist was boss. Mom. She was Wade's mother. Oh, okay. Super accepting. It sounded yeah. a lot like Moira at times. That's mm, the only mm. way I actually caught it. Is yeah. I was like, that's gotta be her. Yeah. The other um, uh, voice that I recognized, um, you guys may not know this actress, but you've probably seen her before, but Wendy McLendon Covey, um, she was in Bridesmaids. She played Rita, the blonde character. Oh. Um, she was also the main character in The Goldbergs, the TV show. So she was throwback. the she was Wade's boss, the, the heir uh, lady who was- like, uh, The racist boss Evan was referring yeah. to before. Yeah. You freaking fireball. <laughs> also the funny so the the guy uh, the actor who voices wade his name is mamadou ati uh i just find it very funny that the actor who plays the weepy white guys is, is a black actor uh, this is why i was saying <laughs> i don't think your metaphor works sir but uh yeah the first time uh ember's dad says don't marry water i was like oh that sounded like it had a I was hard like, okay. r in there like whoa and he kind of always like said it just like that whenever it was brought up again in the film yeah. too. Mm, water, water. <laughs> yeah. But okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm not. This is why I hate your metaphor. I'm not endorsing racism, but there's a lot of reasons fire would be scared of water. Yeah, yeah. They, it uh... douses them and puts them out. You're Screw right. this metaphor. I understand it, but now everything I say has been twisted. It's a fine line to navigate, and you know I'm reading too much into it. It's a I very know. surface level metaphor, uh, uh, and, and you know if you don't dig too much into it, it, it's a very fun light movie. Otherwise, the plot is essentially like Kim's convenience; like she stands to inherit <gasps> oh, the. Yeah, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. The store. It's very, they yeah. run a convenience store in Firetown. Which mm-hmm. was designated to them because there's not all these wa- okay really Watertown. What was so annoying is granted there was a lot of like just granted like water streets fountains, but all of the trains ran in the water and it spilled over into the spillway. Which mm-hmm. if you're a fire person, that's a big fuck you from the city. Like you know what I yeah. mean? That's why I'm saying is I think it's important. The fire people came last, so they didn't even consider them, but. You know, that's like a real issue that people have is like these segregated neighborhoods because, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, one, they want to be close to people uh, uh, that they're familiar with and then, you know, they uh, share cultural backgrounds with. But two, uh, a lot of times it's uh, um, like what is like reverse gentrification. Maybe that's not the right term, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, can wh- we also talk about the fact the name done. of the convenience store is called The Fireplace, which I yeah. think is really cute and adorable because it ends up becoming like a little community hangout center for some of the regulars and mm-hmm. like a one-stop shop for everybody in the neighborhood who wants to get so-and-so and they try the little, well, what did they call the little fire wood chip? Coal nuts. The coal, coal nuts, nuts yes. Yeah. Like they're mm. famous for the coal nuts, you know, you which, gotta get those and try them. just burning wood? 
right? Yes. Is that all that I was? So. I don't think that'd yeah. be a good treat. But it was considered delicious. <laughs> I know. They all them. loved it. Yeah. And it was a special recipe I by did like Ember the, anima- <laughs> the animation was top notch, I felt like. I oh really was yeah. blown away several Especially times with by the, the animation. Especially with the water and everything and the how water the fire and the fire. around. They, yeah, they moved beautifully. Uh, and I, like I said, I really started noticing it when they were crushing these logs into these mm-hmm. fire chestnut things. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Have you guys watched Howl's Moving Castle? Yes, no, it's a Miyazaki film. No, there's one of the ones I've missed. I think there's a little fire character and, and this but... whole, essentially the head of one of these fire characters. And oh. um, the whole movie just reminds me of him. Well, while we're on the topic, the, one of the water brothers is named Ghibli. And it's a reference to Studio Ghibli. No way. Oh my god, That's I cool. love that. I noticed it in the movie and then I was watching a YouTube video today That's and uh, they mentioned it and I was like, oh, that was on purpose, I love that. And so yeah. um, while we're talking about Wade's family, Pixar did my favorite thing of all time. One of the um, siblings, uh, Lake, on Twitter, their voice actor was like, my character is Pixar's first non-binary character. No mention of it in the movie. Like I hate yeah, when like, they do this shit. I so, you know, like, yeah. yes, you can't do that. That's so I, shitty. It's okay, so I shitty. Can't rem- you guys have mentioned this in a previous podcast. I can't remember which one or how long ago this episode was, but I was just thinking the same thing. Like we've considered what Josh Gad from Beauty yes, and the Beast says. Lefou, is- we considered that one character from Girl Meets World. We considered that one character from. Uh, onward, who was like the first, and it's like, which one is the first? first yeah, the like, first what do you mean the first? You've character. done it like five times already, and just like, don't bring any attention to it. We just need to continue. We just need to normalize yeah, it. It's absolutely mind-boggling. This and is a mention of it. This is a meme slash whole plot line in the other two. It's absolutely mind-boggling, though, that they did that. They announced it before the movie came out when the trailer dropped, and I was like, oh, cool. No plot line, no mention. Yeah, no plot line is the thing. Like, if you're gonna say uh, we have a non-binary character, at least make him a main character, or maybe something get, related to the plots or something like that. We will get Pixar's first non-binary character again within the next two to three years. I'm calling yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. And the next two and three years, yeah, there will be another like, one. Yeah, like one every few years. <laughs> You were talking about the reverse gentrification, and I was like, <laughs> when it's the the fireplace, you know, it's just that just them, the only fire people, and then, and then you know, montage scene next is like there's a whole bunch of fire people. And I was like, what is this movie trying to say? Like, yeah, if I were a conservative in this in this theater, I know they'd be up in arms, which they already were up in arms about. They're up in arms about everything except the important stuff. But what were they we'll, mad about I, in this? I feel and like, if anything, weren't they like relating the, to the, the dad? The of, they were like, he's the hero. Yeah, I think, no, but I could see them seeing that scene and be like, yeah, that is right. That is what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, they did have like a couple. I think Earth people or like the 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 wood people oh, yeah, come Claude. into the store, oh, and they kind of like you know. Yeah, some, everybody literally lives the... beneath the white people. Yeah. It's chill, guys. Don't read into it. It's just a movie, like yeah. about okay. elements with so, feelings. Switching uh-huh. subjects. Uh, this actually debuted at, and I always mispronounce it, cons. Oh. oh, yeah. Did I say it right? Cool. Film festival? I, yes. Mm-hmm. 
I was there uh, like the weekend before the festival opened uh, for our, our the cruise. Yeah, Kaylee and, and you didn't my, but you didn't um, catch anything. It was just people like before. randos with name tags walking around. I was like, <laughs> anyone famous? You're like you're like maybe them. like the assistant of assistant. It's the getting ready people. Famous. <laughs> yeah, just scoping out the area. Yeah. Yeah, no, one of my friends went to um, the film festival over there. I don't think he saw, um, it was my friend Paul from Study Abroad. He, Mm -hmm. I don't think he saw Elemental. He would have told me if he did, but he saw like a couple small short films and everything. Um, I'm just wondering, what's the criteria? If this is making it, like, I don't even understand anymore what's going on. Can you submit any film? It depends on the studio and what they want to submit and what's hmm. accepted. So yeah. they, prob- they probably well, have studios that submit a lot of things. And, you know, it knowing kind of film de- festivals, yeah. I bet it got like a 20 minute standing ovation. Was was Cannes the one where everything no, they were No, I, I think that's the Venice Film Festival. <laughs> oh, the Venice Film Festival. That's where the Don't Worry <laughs> where Darling they, drama last year oh, happened and everything. Was, yeah. Where Harry did Styles Chris, spit on Chris Did Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? I mean, he definitely did. Florence Pugh it was actively avoiding Olivia Wilde. And <laughs> okay, so back to the movie at hand, though. <laughs> so what we were talking about with uh, Element City, so the Elements in the city because of the city design don't mix a ton granted there was a lot of water air and earth people up top it literally was just fire that was pretty segregated mm-hmm. um and then you know the earth people probably would have i'm like really over analyzing the movie now i was like the earth people probably have a bit of a tough time too but the whole plot is the dad is like elements don't mix i'm pretty sure he says that like line for line he was like, water. stay away, no yeah, water. Water. stay water. away from that water. And uh, <laughs> she is gonna. Oh, okay. So She's her dad's kind of sick. Yeah, her dad's mm-hmm. kind of sick. She's gonna take over the Getting shop. Older. It's very Kim convenience, man. Every time he lets out those coughs with that black smoke, um, I, I think he's like gonna die. I mean, Same. spoilers for the movie. Can't crush the cold nuts. I'm shocked he didn't die. Me True. too. I was expecting him to die. I expected him to die. To like, almost the whole movie, I was expecting him to die. I was expecting him to die in the beginning, like how they would in Finding Nemo, like you mm. kill someone pretty quick, Did or right at the very, movie? very end. No one dies. Is this the no first one Pixar movie where nobody no dies? No death. No dead mother or anything either. Like, in Toy Story, they got people dying? I don't know. True. True. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you got me there. Fair point. All right. Andy's on his deathbed in wants Zootopia, his final the, toys. Yeah. In Zootopia, the cops are shooting unarmed yeah. rodents or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, so so she's going to take over the shop. Um, I did think, so every time she ran or, like, had any level of responsibility in the shop, she mm-hmm. instantly got overwhelmed and fucking way too angry. And, man. Yeah, she had an anger problem, too. I could relate to that. I'm not going to lie. The way they depicted the anger building up and everyone talking to you. Ooh, that I could I could feel that, especially the first time because it was like with that annoying customer who was like, uh, she was like, "It's buy one get one free," and he's like, "Oh, so I can just have this?" No, well, you have to buy one first, <laughs> but it says I could. It says free, like you know what? Oh. And it's like, no, what what don't you understand? Oh, and I was we, dying. <laughs> every anyone who's worked in customer service can easily relate to that situation. Yeah, and oh, yeah. so. Um, I really liked that animation too, and it happened to her quite uh, sometimes, uh, where she would get too angry, and uh, even for a town made of fire, was it was not ready for her, her rage fire explosion. It would just yeah. cause issues throughout the store. Yeah, so I was I was prepared for the rom com aspect of this movie. I was not prepared for 
the, the municipal bureaucracy city planning yep. plot line <laughs> well, yeah. occupies yeah, a decent amount of this movie. There's a whole plot where they, they go to <laughs> they go to the building to chase down the the, slip the problem that, yeah. of the the mm-hmm. plumbing issue. Yeah, the plumbing. So that's how it starts. Though, is there's a leak in the basement, but the water's been turned off for as long as they've been there. So that's an issue. And then it pops out Wade. Now he pops out all buff. And if you were a water person. Don't you think this is what you would just always do? You just retain. Yeah. <laughs> just give me some more water real quick. Okay, I'm good again. It's an interesting me cute yeah. uh, story right there. <laughs> Immediately didn't like Wade. Just Why? Too weepy. Really? Yeah. I thought he was kind of quirky and a he little. He does start uh, crying within like 30 yeah, seconds of meeting Yeah, and it's a him. little like, okay, you're a little sensitive. With but also he's water, so it's literally a part of him to cry. And, and this is where with my viewing of the movie is like with the cultural under or overtones of this movie is like what are you saying with each of these characters is it too much of a a, a caricature or a generalization so i was like parts what are of you it... taking from this one tell me <laughs> i'm just kidding you don't have to like i i, I get the 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 dynamic of wade and his family is like oh they're they're the the warm probably white family that is all about their feelings and their emotions. They're able to express themselves, which is a generalization you can make. And then the Asian Korean family is stern, like closed off and bottles everything up. And like, yeah, those are things you can say track kind of culturally, but like, I don't know, to caricaturize it at times makes me a little uncomfortable. That, That was, so I was a little uneasy. The whole hmm. movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, you were on edge. Anytime, you were like, yeah, is anytime this telling there a was line? <laughs> a whiff of cultural commentary. I was like, does it, but, does it pass but, the sniff test? Evan and I are wannabe movie critics. We're also wannabe chefs. We're all doing more cooking at home now. If you want to elevate your home cooking, you need nice tools to do it. Louis Kitchenware will get you there. They have beautiful stainless steel pans, nonstick bakeware, knives, all the stuff you need. Safe, high quality materials constructed to last in the United States, founded in Detroit. Moving into my condo, we got hand-me-downs. So this new Louis Kitchenware has been great, and we love the discount. We want to share that with our listeners. You can use code 2DUDES, that's T-W-O, DUDES, at louiskitchenware.com, and that'll give you 10% off anything on the site. Check out our link in bio. All right. So, not to, like, really get into this, but in an era where, how do I put this? In an era where race is at the forefront of, unfortunately, a lot of conversations, Mm -hmm. is it not important to have stories like this that that depict, like, you know, a, a, a cultural experience that we don't get on screen a lot, even if it is in a cartoon form? Yeah, and... I, I think is... it should happen more often and need to be talked about since, you know, like, I guess con- the conservatives and like the white conservatives and everything get all up in arms about how there's like not normal, like animation stories anymore, quote unquote. I just, you know, did my bunny ears air quotes. Yeah, mm-hmm. my air quotes. But 
we need to be having these conversations because this is mm. what people of color experience on a daily yeah. basis and but, the differences that they endure with everybody else and as like a person uh, as like a mixed person myself too so it's just something that i always notice in my day-to-day life sorry alex no You're just white all good. <laughs> that's all I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna floor you guys right now i'm saying why depict the white guy like that yeah. I'm, I'm being pro-white here. Like, I'm, this is, I, I literally pro water. didn't take the water people as white people, though. I don't know why. That was, I, I so didn't either. Obviously, though. I, didn't I see got the, uh, the tone of the fire people being represented as an, as an Asian culture. Mm-hmm. I did not really assign any of the other three elements any race. I'm just going to be honest with you. So... I, I, you know, you're really making me rethink sort of some things about the movie. Cause like, why, yeah, why well, I don't understand, like, the, the is that uh, like, like it works from the perspective of the fire people, right? And yes, then, agreed. If you, I think it, you, apl- that's why you, you shouldn't look at it for any of the metaphors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it starts falling apart. <laughs> like, it starts coming undone pretty quick. That's what I'm saying is it was, yeah. it was not implied. I feel like you, I don't know. Well, maybe it was and I just missed it, but, uh, Art is subjective to everyone, so we can take different meanings from it. Correct. Um, I'm being pretty harsh on this movie. Overall, it's a cute movie. It's fine. It's a little. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute a little, little rom com. I, I love an animated for Evan. It's. <laughs> uh, if you're watching on, if you're not watching the YouTube, uh, like I, I just have a, a pointy white hood on right now. It's really weird. Um, this is no, our uh, daily reminder to go watch our YouTube. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the movie, I think, the the cultural commentary is like l- loosely there, and it, it has its strengths. But, I, but that's I think, why I think it's so loosely there. I think it was really only meant for the fire. Can I? Yes. I did a lot of yeah. research on this movie. Let me tell you what I think the elements really were like meant to represent. Is is someone? And you know, I should have got their YouTube name. They had a great YouTube video on this. They were talking about how the four elements are. The four like ingredients for love or a good relationship, which is a big part of what this movie is. True. And so it has air, which is fun slash freedom. And the air people think about it. They're the only ones that have like a sports team. They were all about like, like, you know, and uh, the, the boss was totally okay with this death trip that they took to go see this flower. She was all for the experience and the fun of it, you know, the freedom and fun. Okay. Um, and then there's the earth people, which that generally represents like stability and the only earth more grounded people that we see, which is Evan's favorite uh, person, Joe Para. Uh, he played a uh, like a bureaucrat, like something really steady and stable. And he was by the book and by the rules. Mm-hmm. And then there's fire, which is like passion. And, um, you know, he, he gave it a, he talked about fire the most. It was like passion and um, like self I, I, identi- like self-identity, like who you are as a person. And then water is your emotions and your empathy for others' emotions. And when they put it like that, I was like, damn, it was kind of represented there the whole time. And it was all about how you need a little bit of all the elements to make a great relationship. Okay. All right. And that's why like Ember and Wade worked so well together. You know, they were so opposite, but they completed each other. Yeah. They were so scared of each other, but then... Yeah. Mm. All right, right now. And, yeah. And I can probably make a guess for Alex, but what element are you? What part of the city are you living in 
in Element City. Which name? I'm just a white water guy, according to Evan. <laughs> a I white do, water guy. I cry during a ton of movies too. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, maybe it's does. pretty accurate. Yeah. I will confirm that he does. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, what about you? Oh, based based um, on the 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 analysis, <laughs> Alex just cited to us. Oh oh. I, yeah. I would say like, I I don't want to like put myself as a fire person, but like. You know, I get loud, I get feisty at yeah. times, and as a Hispanic person, I will admit that to myself. So <laughs> I kind of saw a little bit of myself in Ember in a way that, um, you know, she grew up as an only child, and she kind of spent her whole life wanting to please her parents. And that's, I mean, I'm, I didn't, my parents are not immigrants or anything, but my dad is a first-generation American here in this country, and... Um, as like his daughter and everything, I did see some similar, like cultural. Mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Aspects into yeah, this movie for sure um, that I could relate to in a way where it's like you you don't want to disappoint them. Um, you know, like I was the I'm the first one to graduate from college and on my dad's side of the family, so um, I really you know I want to do what's best and like make them proud. And there was like, a lot you of you know show show them that they 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 moved here for a purpose and they gave me a better life than they could ever live there was the whole talk of the pressure ember Mm -hmm. felt like they uprooted their whole lives just for her to come here and do this and now this isn't what she even wants to do so there is a lot of those tones so i definitely understand that evan uh what about you what element are you I'm a piece of sod, man. Just yeah. <laughs> do you, you do some daily prunings? Uh, oh, so yeah. what do you think was going on in that scene? They drive by and they were like, oh, just doing some pruning. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It uh, sounded sexual. I'm just going to call it as I, I think I see it's an it. allegory yeah, yeah. for butt stuff. It's a little taboo. um, It's getting a little more normalized with the times. Like, okay. (laughs) As since we were going back to the parents and everything, I do want to say I think this movie can be something that a lot of people can relate to where you grow up where your parents want you to do one thing and they kind of like raise you um, to mold you into that form. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, you're going to do this, like in Ember's situation, you were going to take over the fireplace. This is your destiny. This is what you're going to do. You're going to take over the family business. I didn't. And she kind of grew up being like that. Yeah. Yeah. That is what I want. It's like, I I want to take over the fireplace. But then as she gets older and she inter, she intertwines with Wade more and starts having other ideas and ways of thinking involve into her brain. And then she's like, wait a minute. That, is that this isn't what I, what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like doing this, but do I love it? She never. It's like she never really thought of it like that before. I can't believe so. I missed it, and it means it was really well done. But this is a classic. No, Dad, that's your dream. It, what? How did you miss it? She <laughs> I totally literally says it. it. Yeah. yeah, she says it. No, but Dad, I'm not blowing away my dream. Around yeah. a little bit. Yours. I can't There's believe definitely I missed a no, it. a dream, and a dad in one line. <laughs> yes. It's High School Musical all over again. I I uh, literally no, but that's a that to me. I mean, that's a no, Dad. It's your dream uh, uh, done well because yeah, yeah. I I mean, I guess I know that was the overall tone, but like like I said, that there was a lot going on in this movie, but it never felt busy. The love, the elements, the 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 uh, the immigrant story and the not letting down your parents story they all tied so beautifully oh like the smoke that would come off the two incense 
They tied so perfectly together throughout the whole thing that it never felt like it was too busy of a movie. It really felt all like almost one plot line, but it was really like four separate stories. One thing um, I also did notice, or I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there was a main, there was a character who was the true antagonist in this film. It was really just the plumbing situation city planning. that was, it was the, the city, city planning. <laughs> I mean, but there wasn't like a person, like a specific group of people or person that were deliberately trying to make society. This, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was society. It was no water. Kind of was water. <laughs> he was kind of the water. bad guy. Yeah, he was kind of the antagonist. In in a way, like yeah. he was, but he's not the full antagonist. You know, he was just the antagonist in the love story part it's of it. More of an emotional conflict than anything. Than yeah. A, mm. than a, well, there yeah. was a literal flood. See, Evan, I yes. thought you would love this movie because it end it had the same ending as the Batman. The Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching and it and I what? literally was like, oh, this is they just ran like away the Batman. together. I had the same thought. Why is this happening? Like, cut this mo- part of the movie off, and you know we've got a bet. So uh, this is where I'm going to push back a little bit, Alex. You said that, uh, this juggles. There's a lot going on. It never yeah. feels busy. I think this movie is trying to do three things. And it really should have just tried to pick two to do really well. It's trying to be this great. Which two do you pick? Give me rom-com. Give me uh, cultural commentary. The third one they threw in there was Disney Pixar Adventure. Which you get the flood. You get the Uh, running around doing all this. They got so... They were... You didn't like when she was dancing on the crystals and he was skating on the lake. Yeah, the, um, or when she made the flower, or when he went to go of, take her to yes. see the flower at yeah. the zoo, see, or whatever. You're, you're, you're listing ten things <laughs> right now. There's so much of that <laughs> happened, and, and it just felt like a little too much for the story. Like you're just doing things no, to I be like fun, adventure. Uh, this movie could not go a minute by without inserting, forcefully inserting some kind of pun based on some kind of element. Like, we love puns. It got tedious by the end for me. And then uh, almost similarly, like it was cool to see fire do Ember do different things with the fire, but it's like, okay, let's just keep it moving here. The movie's not that long. It's like 109 minutes, but could, could have been shorter. <laughs> 109 minutes is perfect. Just give me the Evan's good like, cultural. I want 80. <laughs> give me the good cultural, you know, allegory for racism. Give me the good rom-com. <laughs> The emotional peak when <laughs> when Wade is is doing his confession of love. Oh, that was great. That was uh, great. You know what I thought the best moment of the whole thing was? Was they were so scared throughout the whole thing to touch. She's like, oh, you got some sand on your face. And she wouldn't get it. And she almost grabbed his hand. She's like, no. And then when they do finally touch hands and there was like the close-up shots of the boiling water. Yeah, and the steam. It, and the steam just reminded me of like a jacuzzi and i was like ah oh, we were so scared of this the whole time and it's such a nice <laughs> a warm jacuzzi. feeling just a nice but also warm because love should spark love should make you feel some kind of spark like a jacuzzi that. and, that, and <laughs> exactly jacuzzi. like a jacuzzi love is a jacuzzi i think we saw love warm, is a jacuzzi it's comfortable you get naked in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's fun makes you feel oh, good yeah. it's self-care and yeah I don't I know. We, it was we a whole movie. Yeah. No, I think that was. I went in with the expectation. I guess I maybe, and this is we talk about it all the time. Movie expectations. How you go into a film it really affects how you kind of view it. Yeah. I was yeah. really just expecting a rom com, 
and I think the the cultural uh, the immigrant story and the cultural commentary was really I, it snuck up on me. I wasn't expecting it, so I thought it was really well done. I think mm-hmm. if you're gonna cut anything, cut the flood, the city planning, have the some sort of game. other problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the or not the basketball game, but yeah, there was really like, no I, I reason to, to go to the sport. yeah the basketball no. game. I felt like was a weird scene. Yeah, like like, what I, is like when this when Wade guy? said like when Wade said, "Hey, let's go talk to my boss." I was like, "Oh, they actually are going to go talk to their boss." Yeah, but yeah. at a game, Why? and it was like, uh, it was like I got to learn Quidditch. The, they do the wave. She called Ember a fireball, and Ember's yeah. like, mm, "You don't call me that." The uh. wave was pretty classic you did yeah. that was what the that whole scene was designed for i yes. think they, they, they were they like do, how do we get them to that's do exactly a what wave? it is they constructed so many scenes and inserted so many plot points just to like animate some cool little thing <laughs> with with whatever <laughs> like the uh, fence scene where he like sloshes through it and she burns through it and then he goes why oh, do yeah. they even have these and she's like i don't know and she's like i don't know <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, it was. Look, can we talk about um, what's the next scene that we're going to go into? Because well, I have we can go whatever you want. want to talk about. So yeah, I really want to talk about the when he when she meets his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Catherine whole O'Hara. Scene is, yeah, uh, when we see Catherine you, O'Hara you and we go to his house. Disney's first non-binary <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if, if, if I forget? hadn't told you, forget? you never would have yeah. known. Yeah, <laughs> God, it's it's annoying. It's one foot in, one foot out. I say it every time, and it, it makes me goddamn so. In- Okay. You could have not told me that there was a non-binary character, and I wouldn't have ever known otherwise. Doesn't change the movie. Doesn't Random change. Random question: anything. Is Lake the name that um, the season yes. two character? Okay. I know. Yep, it is. All right. Infinity I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's a cool name. Okay. Sorry. Lake. 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 Yes. Lake. Uh, we love lakes. We love lake lakes. Lake. It's like Northern Luke, Michigan. but better. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm Luke's sorry. Did there, I derail but... you, Nikki? No, oh yeah, the uh, well, uh, the house scene where she yeah, meets or like the fact that it's all filled with water. It's like a whole big pool. Mm-hmm. Um, not designed a nice, for fire. Not, not designed for fire, but then immediately he walks in. He's like, "Oh, we need something for Ember to stand on and everything." And they, what, what was she standing on? Like a, a mat, like a vase or something? A like a mat, a floating mat the entire time. And they still Science made it work. Like, yeah. Otherwise, I, I was worried that she was going to fall off easily or something like that. Yeah. I, you guys uh, caught her clothes were made of metal so they didn't burn? Oh. I all of the fire that. people's clothes. clothes. I don't know. All their fire people clothes were, were metal of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like, I've, I've seen it before yeah. like in real life, but I can't remember what that 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 chain, chain mail is yeah that's, what, that's yeah. what it was she's like yeah a knight. um that's her her hood um, and everything yeah what i what i was gonna say with like all the the animating cool things and running <laughs> about the city to do whatever is like this is the romp maybe, of it all the romp of it all gave me luck vibes which is on this oh, podcast oh, probably the oh, worst oh, the worst oh. marks you could give it there were times oh. where they're running about, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Oh, I never once was Alex, like... Alex, you're so disgusting. You what? are lucky you didn't have to watch Luck. It's the yeah. worst animated movie we've ever watched Oh, on this I remember you complaining about this last year. So I, I was bad. like, what is Luck? I'm just going to nod and uh, agree with what so... you're saying. It's not exactly that, but you... there were times where they're running around, and I'm like... Okay, gut punch. let's just keep it moving. I'm liking this light rom-com. Let's get I back to I guess I won't that. see that movie then. 
No, don't <laughs> even bother. Listen to our no, podcast. No, wasn't it. it like the worst rated film ever? So, or, no, or well, it was whatever. Apple TV's first animated oh, film. Oh, yes. And it was terrible. And they did not yeah. do well. So, yeah, well, I mean, we've, we've danced around it. It's very obvious. It's a will they, won't they situation. They uh, love each other. They run around the city. They break up. Uh the dam breaks. He confesses his love at the... Yeah, I realized at the end of the movie, the dad's a bit of like a community leader because he was probably one of the first ones there as we saw. So the, mm-hmm. Her her parents were the first people That's there. They why were pregnant it's the with her when they spot. arrived. They were like fire... You know, it's the fireplace. The fireplace. The fire people come on she by. She calls him Ashva, which oh. is the, their oh, made-up Korean version of Appa. I, you know, I was going to say, oh, yeah. That's, that's what it reminded cute. me of. I've heard that before, yeah. too. Um, Ash- and also, like, Ash, like, Ash, yeah, you know? That's, yes, True. yeah, that's beautiful. Love it. Yeah, It's a, it's it's well done. Um, yeah, that was really great. And then um, the scene, you know, it's heartbreaking when they always have to do the no dead. It's you your know, dream. When body. the place yeah. is then, getting But then the flood destroyed. comes. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. So he brings part of the blue flame from his homeland and uh, it's ceremonial, it's traditional, it's uh, very uh, religious, spiritual. The mom uses it for these love read- or, uh Well, yeah. Uh, yes. Her readings. Her love readings. We're wrong. Someone does die in this movie, kind of. Who? Who died? At the end, Wade. Well, he, he came back. Yeah. He came back to he life. Re-evaporated. He re-evaporated. Yeah. From, from the crying game. It was game. a fake die. Oh, it was the resuscitated. crying game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and what, what what are the things? Balloons that yeah. make him sad. A, a butterfly. He goes, oh, Butterflies. Butterfly old man in the summer. Half a butterfly. Old man in the summer who's been thinking about it. Like yeah, it was that, that shit was so very funny. specific and he things. Sobbing every time he brings it up. And then when she started saying it after he evaporated, you just see the drop. You hear him, and you're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> So classic. I'm not so one good. normally for a fake death, but it was yeah. cute. I enjoyed it. I I never I I, I wasn't like legitimately ah. was I legitimately was actually pretty sad when yeah. he did die because I was like, oh my god, he, yeah, he sacrificed himself because he loves her, and I was like, oh, they couldn't survive together in that tight in that love room because it was. I don't want to ruin up, this scene for you guys, but I'm gonna uh, okay with the jam right, the jammed up on. chimney, and then he starts leaking out of it. it just looked like like. A butthole. It looked like an anus, <laughs> like a dripping It was the community flag. The the Greendale flag. It was an anus. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I had to point it out to him because he kept not seeing it. <laughs> That's oh, heaven man. right now. Yeah. He goes, I yeah. told the dean. <laughs> he kept not seeing it and it was driving me crazy. Since we were talking about the end, what's also disclosed in the end is when her parents initially left Fire World or Fire Island or whatever, um, there was that going away message that, or like that that bow that you give. That bow of respect. And his dad did not do it, which broke my freaking heart. Cold shouldered him. Yeah, like being like I'm disappointed in you. So the father for leaving spent the rest of his life being like I never made my father proud. I'm not going to do the same mm-hmm. to Ember. And then that was the best moment of the whole movie, though, is when she is leaving at the end and she gives him the deep bow of respect, and he does it back. That, mm-hmm. I teared up at that moment. That moment, I, know, that I, was I turned beautiful. into the white water boy. <laughs> um, he's, that moment really got me because I just didn't see it coming, and it was. Uh, 
it mirrored the beginning of the movie of the dad walking mm-hmm. off the boat. The last image was her walking on the boat. I just really thought it, this was really well done. I, uh, you know, Pixar, I don't want to say has been on a lame streak, but just their current movies that they've been putting out, you forget they make bangers. You know what I mean? They make all time movies, in my opinion. Yeah. This kind of goes back to my point. I wanted to bring this up, but I saw a tweet today. Um, it has the name of a studio, so I'm not going to say the name or the <laughs> studio executive, but blank studio, blank executive, says that they're moving away from releasing original animated movies in theaters and instead will focus Paramount. on IPs. Let's name them. We're, yeah, we should okay. shame them. Paramount, yeah, that was Paramount CEO. Yeah. yeah, let's shame that. It was Paramount CEO. It said they said we're not going to release an expensive original animated movie and just pray that people are going to come. Terrible. Which I find kind of disrespectful to. Now I'm not going to go know, see again going back. Well, well, again it goes back Apparently to why sick. we need writers, right? Yeah, no, yeah. why we need writers who come up with these original stories. AI does it, not have feelings. AI does not feel things. It doesn't things. have the human like, experience. It, yes, we will it never have, have human another experience. human comedy if AI steps into the writing booth. Yeah. AI, AI doesn't have childhood drama. Large language, so. okay. AI, chat GPT, large language models, they just regurgitate all yeah. the information yes, that's been put into it. So it's, it's not, not the gonna... AI w- from Terminator that we learned. In, it's not the same thing. That's what people don't yeah. seem to understand is it's very smart, but it is also not like I robot like you know yeah. what I mean like we haven't gotten to that point just yet yeah um I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest here um if you see me holding my nose uh the cat did Sadie fart because oh uh, yeah, no she... the the litter box is next to me oh. so the cat just took a <laughs> you're a trooper you uh, are it's... a trooper Whew. um the scene in the fireland uh there's a storm cloud that rolls through and again this is like where the central theme of the the movie clouds the rest of the movie for me i was like okay what is this is this world war ii in like what is this what is happening to korea right now that is represented by this sandstorm it's the reverse of avatar it's when the fire people got attacked (laughs) when the air nation attacked yeah just go with it why are you asking all these questions? I got too many Speaking questions. Speaking of the strike, didn't they say that Avatar 5 and 6 are pushed back to like 2032 or something like that? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Good. No. Why continue Good. on? Uh, well, <laughs> they've already shot Push it back. 3 and 4, apparently. Yeah. Um, Bye. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's give our closing thoughts on this and we can hotbox this bitch. Um, so... Let's start with um, Nikki. Nikki, give us your closing thoughts on this movie as a whole. We've covered we've covered I, all of it. So I think I, you know, I'm just going to repeat what I've already said before. But I thought it was a very cute film. I actually really didn't expect it to be solely focused on being a rom com because based on what the trailer was, and also just I'm very used to Pixar having a lot of platonic relationships within the main characters, and not so much as. A love story like the last time I can really remember a love story was Carl and Ellie's love story and uh well, but like I, I really or or like Toy Story 4 mm-hmm. with him and Bo with Woody and Bo Peep and everything but that wasn't like a big it's more platonic point or anything yeah but it's you, you know I Woody and Buzz. wasn't expecting that and I'm like oh like this this Less film platonic. yeah Woody and Buzz <laughs> <laughs> um so Broke those are my closing thoughts it was Sorry. It was a cute movie. Is it the best movie Pixar has ever made? No, but it is a very cute film, very original, and a very um, sweet story. 
Um, I'll probably watch it again, maybe when it comes to streaming. And you know, should there, be any day. That, where does this fall in your, <laughs> Where does this fall in your rankings? Maybe, uh, give me two G- movies that you put above and below it, or it's one one joke. above. One. Okay, where do you, so, yeah, where do you uh, sandwich it? Is it? I, I put this top with tier, middle months, of the pack. Uh, middle, uh, lower middle, I would say. Okay. Like, I guess I probably put in the same areas as where Monsters University is at in my ranking, and probably. Mm. Um, Oh, the Incredibles 2. Mm. Um, like, those movies were good, Sequel but they were, like, level. just okay. But, you know, it's for an original I, film, and it's not a sequel or prequel or anything. It was great. It was very sweet. Uh, I am excited for the upcoming Pixar movie that's coming out later this year called Elio, which we can talk about once we're done. But that Pixar movie, I'm really looking forward to. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Alex? I'm going to give my closing thoughts here. So... I was really pleasantly surprised with this movie. I went in with pretty low expectations. I've seen recently some Pixar films that just haven't really done it for me. So I was, um, I, I, I actually, you know, put this solidly middle, you know, middle, middle of my list somewhere. I don't know what it would be between. That's maybe a different podcast for a different day. We should, we should rank all of these, um, but. I think that kids will love this movie. I think this movie will be a lot of kids like growing up in this time. They're like, this is this is the Pixar movie that I watch over and over and over and over again. Um, and I love that. I think it was beautiful. I thought the soundtrack was great. I thought the animation was beautiful. Um, like I said, I just went in and I had a lot more fun on the romp than Evan did. And uh, the flooding at the end, you know, take it or leave it. But I uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> She pulls up the carpet and there's a whole drawn out map of the city. It's weird. Um, I had qualms with this movie, but you know, it was it was cute. It's a cute rom com. The 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 immigrant story is there. Don't read too much into it, otherwise it will color your perspective of the down. rest of the film. And like you know, it breaks down fairly quickly, uh, as I've said. Um, but to Alex's point, the kids will probably love it the romp of it is fun a lot of like there's a lot of visual candy in this movie to see mm, them great charm how they animate the different elements and how they interact and and doing all these cool things um so that's fun uh it was a little long in my opinion there's uh, some of that i would i would I call know the little mermaid I would um, call you were fluff. mad about the links too he's yeah. more bad about yeah. that one give me like uh, <laughs> at this point anything above 75 minutes i'm like uh, okay where can we start making cuts i think it's 80 um, i think like yeah. 80 is the cutoff 80 is a fine time yeah yeah 80 is a fine time um this was cute i don't know that i would ever throw it out and again of my own volition <laughs> Uh, but if it's on, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it with someone. Um, but we don't uh, do cable anymore. It's a problem. Star- it's never going to be just on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. True. You have to physically pick it yourself. If, like would I give it a four star? Yeah, let's hot box. What, how many stars are you giving it, Evan? I I give it three. I would give it 3.5, but then the movie seven. we watched last week, Nimona, I also gave 3.5. So I'd have to bump that down. <laughs> I would say three point seven five. Too ridiculous. Just, that's it. fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, you guys are a bunch of haters. I'm giving it a four. 
All right. Oh, look at that. I, I thought Speaking it was of- really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, do Evan, do you have uh, Letterbox up? Let's read some reviews before uh, before I we... actually have a couple oh, Letterbox reviews. Go for it. Too, You're more prepared I know that's than me. Thing. Start. Go ahead, please. Okay, well, this one is just the top uh, popular review when you look on Letterbox. Four stars. Watching this when you're single is worse than being waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can actually yeah. 100% see that. All right, I've got and one. The up, yeah, okay, okay. go. Uh, two and a half stars. It isn't sea level of deep, but it's a cute and inoffensive movie with stunning animation. Evan was stunningly offended, though, somehow. Four white people everywhere. <laughs> In terms of just the it being mi- the, the animation, woke, the woke it's mind pretty virus. Stop. <laughs> okay, well, you got one, Nikki? Um, well, this is not really a review, but I like seeing where people, what kind of list people put these put this movie ads, like what kind of movie list they're compiling in their own personal letterbox profiles. So some of the pop, some of the funny lists are, um, what will I do with this life? Um, they put that movie in that list. And then another one is quote unquote, good for her cinematic universe. (laughs) So this is funny to me. Three stars. They want to be shark boy and lava girl. So bad. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Two stars. Catastrophic metaphor collapse. Yeah, that's that's like you. That's yeah. that's been my uh, the point I've been parroting this whole time. I, um, well, I want to get over an overarching point. I actually meant to bring this up while we were talking about the movie, but this actually feels like a good time. While I was watching some YouTube videos for this podcast, mm-hmm. I was reading comments. There's a lot of people that hate this movie. Like, yeah, I saw that on Twitter too. Like conservative hate or like both. Honestly, okay. it looked like both. It looked like there was le- not. I don't want to say legit hate, but you know, because more maybe more masked. But there was definitely some go woke, sure. go broke hate. Yeah, um, I think. Well, I have a five star review that's pretty funny. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Go it for says, it. Says, okay, but does this make me a furry if I find the elements hot? <laughs> I think <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with yes, clinically. Um, but I, I think that's a, a, a problem with the middle-of-the-road approach, the one foot in, one foot mm. out. It's like you're going to offend the people that are going to be offended anyways, and then you're going to get picked apart by the people who want you to say what you're saying with your chest. Mm. I think that's maybe where where it falls a little bit. Um, yeah, this, this one, one says is... three stars. Pixar could have done so much more with this. So kind of what you're saying, yeah. like someone who wanted more from the film. Uh, three stars, not as bad as Twitter or the box office would lead to believe, but still frustrating that it chooses to speed run a half-baked romance instead of unpacking the one thing that I thought truly worked, the immigrant story. Goes mm, on to say, that's kind of what yeah, you're saying, too. A little too. Too, many element, too many things being juggled. Like, pick two, fun romp, immigrant story, and romance. Pick two of those three to work on. We need to cut out Can't the city bureau- bureaucracy. Yes. Um, Two stars. This world marginally makes more sense than the car's world. <laughs> That's funny. You guys have any other ones pulled up? Or? I've read them all. Read okay. every single one of them. I'm good. Um, those were the ones. Yeah. Um, someone just put on all caps, sobbed, 
<laughs> five stars. Yeah, I, I can see people like really connecting with this film. I guess that's one thing yeah. I really liked about it too is while I wasn't there like, huh, this is my story. I, I can see a lot of people being like, oh my God, I needed this. You know mm. what I mean? There's too many ads on Letterboxd, honestly, and it's bothering me. So I'm just going to exit out of the <laughs> website. <laughs> Called out Letterboxd if you're listening Get to this. Get your shit together with the ads. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. Well, it's a free app for everyone, actually. Maybe we should, you know, let them do their thing. Yeah, they got to hustle yeah. some way. Everyone's yeah. just trying to hustle. Um, news? Do you want to cover news? I think, Evan, did you want to go over what we're doing news-wise? Yeah, we're going to be pretty much not really talking about upcoming releases. Uh, we're going to be looking for news related to the strike and shitty things that these studios are doing. First one yeah. uh, being this one that, Alex, you sent me. Uh, recent Cartoon Network and Adult Swim shows that are leaving or have left Max. This list I is pretty long. That. Dexter's Lab, Flapjack, Over the Garden Wall, Before Fall. This is before, uh, I it's think crazy. it's in August. Uh, uh, Foster's Home, Venture Bros, Squidbillies, Clarence, Ben 10, uh, Metalocalypse, and Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Um, it's crazy. Which is... Cartoon Network, the studio or the building itself was shut down, and I think they're getting merged with Warner Bros. Brothers Animation, which I also just saw that Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios. So I think the studio still exists, but it's just in one physical building now. Uh, the animators that have filed to unionize. Uh, so amidst all this, uh, now animators who also have pretty, at times, unfavorable working conditions or probably a lot of it is unfavorable yeah. working conditions really grueling this happened with spider verse it came out after mm -hmm. the release that long hours uh hundreds of animators over 100 leaving. animators left yeah oh my god so wow um and, and this kind of ties into the paramount thing you mentioned earlier that that like animation is sort of shunned or or, or not given its do it, like cartoon we need guillermo is, del toro more we need now guillermo del toro he literally yes. retweeted that and was yeah. like pissed off about the paramount thing it, it's crazy agree. it's really sad um some more terrible news that's what maybe we'll call this segment you sent me this but it's so both disney and netflix while writers and actors are fighting for fair pay and working conditions both of them are hiring ai job opportunities uh, with quite large salaries at both of them, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. I think Netflix, the job posting was like 180k salary. Netflix's was 900k. They're, yeah, they're, I think they're hiring oh for like a pro, almost, it was almost a million manager. dollars. Yeah. Yep. 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 And what is this? Who's going to be doing this job? The AI or well, so a it's person? Someone, like, it's someone that's to going to AI be effort. leading their AI department in probably Who writing. Who the fuck would want to take pitches, that on? Uh, well, someone uh, will. I guarantee someone will. Yeah, people in tech. Yeah, people in tech. Yeah, people do it for well. money because people are greedy and, and bastards. Um, I have another news um, update regarding it. the strike and everything, but I don't know if you guys have heard. I haven't really seen a follow up to the story, but for all the folks who are striking outside of the studios in LA, but someone cut down some trees. That were outside of the. I might have mm -hmm. been Universal. Don't quote me on that. But one of the studios and the city of Los Angeles is investigating because those trees it's are technically the property, property of the city. 
city property, not property and of they whoever is them in up that really building. Bad. Studios are yeah. so that they can't stand, so that they can't stand in shade, yes. which is super. Unions are going out of their way to be shitty. They're trimming up trees yeah. so that so picketers don't have uh, any any cover from the sun, and it, you know, summer. Yeah, like it's, it's being actually waves. We'll hold out till they lose their apartments. That will hold out till like mm-hmm. oof. It's bad. This is why we're, we want to really bring bad. attention to it. Is it's it's uh it's not good. It's really bad. And if you support fucking you know fair wages and working conditions, these people are having uh, uh the fight of their life right now. Yes, I agree. And then they're gonna start complaining when, and then these are the same people who start complaining when. Oh, my my favorite show doesn't have a new season. It's going to take like another two years. And it's like, this is what's happening. It's disruptive. It's going to really push back They're like, a lot of content they that's, gonna, that's coming these out. movie releases being pushed back. And they do it to try to. They're like, Dune may not release till 2024. And yeah, that's upsetting news. Do it. But you, mm-hmm. you have to. Yes, do it. Do it. You, yes, they're only hurting themselves. Fucking do it. Yeah. Because that is. Uh, uh, Oscar time. They're not going to do no. it. They're bluffing. They want to put the pressure on the writers through the public, and we can't let them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year's already going to be a weird year for the Oscars. I can already smell it. Uh, if you do want to make a donation to the the entertainment community to striking writers and actors, entertainmentcommunity.org, you can make donations there to directly support them. Uh, and then I had something else that I'm not finding at the moment. Um, I got nothing else. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. This was fun, guys. I know we're not done yet. Yeah, but... this was really fun. <laughs> um, I love talking about this movie. I read uh, 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 an interesting conspiracy theory around why. <laughs> oh, okay, love... well, we're getting into You're talking to the right person. Wow. Why streamers might. Be incentivized oh. to remove content. You know what? This is I, I. I'll allow it. This is borderline truth. I don't. I don't think it's all conspiracy. So go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Wait. Repeat that. No. So, no. He, he'll. He'll explain. He'll explain. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, my citation is this was someone <laughs> speculating on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I think it was after maybe the strike was announced, and then. Th- did Netflix have an earnings call that went to shit or something? Yeah. I, yes. I can't remember the exact. Uh, order of events but they're saying so the the primary driver of streamers is new subscriptions and Mm -hmm. so the reason streamers might want to take content off of their platform is either they're lying about their new subscriptions that that content is driving so they don't want to pay residuals out there's hours they they think they're saying more people are watching than actually are so they don't want to yeah. make it a residual-based payment because that'll expose how many people are actually watching these shows when they can go to these earning calls and be like, oh, Stranger Things had over half a million views in the first weekend or hours viewed in the first weekend. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the, – the, the, the money doesn't necessarily reflect that always because yeah. of the current pay model. So they believe that it's a it, – you know, very like either uh, inflating subscriber numbers or very suppressing L- Lucas streaming numbers. Yeah, or I, I was Lucas just about Madsen to say in succession. I was just yeah. about to say it smells very similar to yeah. the Gojo. Exactly, deal. Gojo cooked their books, and <laughs> mm-hmm. Netflix does it so they look like a much more successful company. So they keep getting 
Yeah, and so, but, and the other thing they noted in this conspiracy theory was, like, Netflix, while they continue to say they have, like, record subscribers and uh, hours watched, records breaked, uh, they still keep increasing their prices. They still keep yeah. getting rid of uh, the, the sharing model. Like, they look like a company that's a little strapped for cash, honestly. Yeah. It's the yeah. it's the Peloton problem. Mm. Everyone who bought a Peloton are everyone who's gonna buy a Peloton already bought it in twenty twenty. Everyone so now they're, they're now they're not using it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well they're struggling to get new people. Yeah. So I don't know. Thought that was interesting. an interesting conspiracy yeah. theory. And, and I we'll just, allow it. I I'm we'll allow, yeah. I believe in this cue. <laughs> I, I'm for this one. So um we don't want to turn into uh, uh the Riddler here. <laughs> There was a flood in this movie. Um, <laughs> so again, you can get more information about the strike at SAGAFTRAstrike.org. You can donate to striking writers and actors at entertainmentcommunity.org. These are interesting times. We yeah. want to, uh, yeah. again, just stand in support of anyone on strike right now. We are in favor of labor, baby. Labor yep. holds the power. People hold the power. Yeah. Never cross a picket line, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's all I got. I think that's all we got. I'm going to wrap us up. So yeah. if you enjoyed this, please, for more Two Dudes, check out our other episode. Well, before I do this, Nikki, thank you again for coming on and uh, discussing this. Yeah. This was a lot of fun, like I said. I yeah, uh, I had a, I had a lot of fun being on the podcast mm-hmm. again. Again, like I said, 30 times already. Let's make, Let's get yeah. it to... Have you, Five, maybe soon. Have you have you been on for now Pixar's lowest box office gross and highest <laughs> box office? <laughs> was it, Lightyear did bad? I guess right? so. Lightyear did really bad. I guess. Yeah. I have that title to me uh-huh. added to the resume. I love this. <laughs> so well, thank you again. Um, though. Yeah, you. If you need it, and you're like I said in the beginning of the episode, I'm your resident Pixar guru, and you know if you have, yeah. For any future movies, I'm happy to help you out with that or anything Disney related. I'm a Disney adult by heart. Yeah. So um, if you ever like you guys are going towards um, like older films or anything like that, I'm happy to talk about those too. Well, we appreciate it. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out more Two Dudes on Apple, Spotify, and go check out our YouTube. Give us a subscribe there. Follow us at Woo-hoo. Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on both Instagram and TikTok. And wherever you're listening, please don't forget to rate and review. It helps uh, new people find us, which we always appreciate. And, you know, once again, just uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us and making it this far in the episode. Yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We will catch you next time. Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. Nailed it.